<clears throat> check, check, one, two, one, two. I don't want to be a poet because I don't want to blow it. I don't care to win awards. All I want to do is dance, play music, sex, romance. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk live podcast, video cast, whatever you want to call it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on Facebook Live, YouTube, subscribing on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, supposed to be iHeartRadio coming up and other things. Good evening, good evening. Hope you guys are doing well on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, if you guys celebrate, happy Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, uh, I know that we're all looking forward to things um, getting closer to the end of the year. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff today for people not watching it live from the weekend, uh, giving props to Prince on the American Music Awards and having a great weekend. Not so much a great week as less than 48 hours later, he was shut out of Grammy nominations and he feels that there's some corruption going on. And we're going to get into that. And uh, Miley Cyrus using a stance that Prince uh, took a couple decades ago where he didn't like calling his fans fans. She's feeling the same way now. And as you guys saw, 1999 was nominated for a historical Grammy but it's going against Mr. Rogers. That's what's going on in this neighborhood. Hope you guys are doing well. And of course, we'll get to your questions. So we're most likely going to have an after show tonight where I'm gonna go through some items I'm trying to, uh, wouldn't say get rid of, but uh, hope finds a new home uh, that I don't think the estate sells anymore, other things, we'll get into that. Uh, but I hope everyone is doing well. It seems like when it came to the American Music Awards, not too many people were complaining. Maybe it's because they were glad to have some entertainment of some sort going on, but I don't think it was that bad of a show. And speaking of the weekend, I'm uh, wearing a shirt of his in support because we're going to get into uh, that. Not a hoodie. Um, this is a black uh, jacket slash sweater slash cardigan. And then you have the shirt underneath. But if it looks like a hoodie, so be it. But it's not. So there we go. But hopefully you guys watched all that. And you guys can be able to participate. I know that... Um, you know, I'm not expecting as many people to be on the day before Thanksgiving with family over or watching live. So, but I felt, you know, we may not get as much time during the holidays. So we will do these things. So yes, it's better. You felt the American Music Awards were better. You didn't have any Taylor Swift. Uh, you did have a little bit of... um. Taraji dancing to LGC to Let's Go Crazy. You had some pretty good performances, in my opinion. Had some lip syncing going on. Uh, but for the most part, 
we had a pretty good show. I'm seeing some of you guys are coming around on Justin Bieber. It only took you about a decade, but you're coming around on him. I saw a lot of positive stuff about his performances. He also killed it on uh, Saturday Night Live uh, doing the same songs and same with the, the E People's Choice Awards the week before, but he added in um, the duet with Shawn Mendes as well. No Thanksgiving in Canada. Back to early morning work tomorrow, though. It's only around for a bit. Well, at least you're here. I appreciate it. So you can be wherever you guys want to be, you know. But yes, so the first award of the night, just like five years ago or four years ago, no, five years ago, it was in 2015, where Prince presented to The weekend for Best R&B Male, The weekend won again. And he brought it up just like he's brought it up before over the years about getting an award from Prince. So he dedicated the award to Prince and said that, you know, he wouldn't be the artist that he is or doing the things that he's doing without Prince. And of course, even with, um, how do I put it? You know, 2020 kind of derailing stuff. He's stuck with the with the thing of the storytelling that he had from the first video from the album and just going on with it and being consistent. But of course, even the weekend has to have a 2020 WTF moment. Uh, you think that he wasn't getting, you know, screwed over. He's had a pretty great year and be able to have performances and then gets to Super Bowl. And as you've been seeing with the performances that he has done, whether it was at the MTV Video Music Awards or at the American Music Awards, he hasn't really needed an audience for his performances and it's allowed him to do other things that you wouldn't be able to do with an audience. So I was looking forward and still looking forward to a Super Bowl performance and seeing what he'll bring to it, being able to do to that effect. Now, here it is. He was supposed to perform on the Grammys as well. What's going on, Tamir? What's going on, everyone? And um, there was apparently some discussions of that, of his Grammy performance in the Super Bowl. And apparently his people are saying that they were wanting him to basically choose the Super Bowl or the Grammys is very interesting with it being on the same network and yes it's a week apart from each other but you know our local news reporter out here who is very well connected and that's part of the problem sometimes is saying that he doesn't believe that's true that they gave him an ultimatum but the grammys has had a history of doing this regardless of who the producers are or who is running the grammys so, and what's happened before in the past, aside from 1985 and 1987, I believe, uh, where Prince, who had his monumental year with Purple Rain, was allowed to perform in the American Music Awards and the Grammys. Now, of course, what he did was, is not what a lot of artists do, what we just talked about, Justin Bieber doing the same songs on SNL, then the People's Choice Awards, the American Music Awards. Prince performed Purple Rain at the American Music Awards and then did Baby I'm a Star 
on the Grammys. And same with Whitney Houston doing two other songs. Now, over the years, the American Music Awards has played hardball. There was one time in the 90s where Michael Jackson was supposed to get like an Entertainer of the Decade Award. Um, or they were renaming award from, I think it was supposed to be the Michael Jackson American Music Award of Merit. And they took that title away again in 95 because of what was going on. So you're supposed to get this award, big thing, going to have a performance. But he also wanted to perform at the Grammys. And this is kind of after there was a few scandals going on and Michael needed this attention. So the Grammys said, if you perform at the American Music Awards, you can't perform at the Grammys. And he made it be public that this is going on because he didn't want to hurt Dick Clark, who he felt has supported him throughout his career. So what is going on in the sense of everything is that he dropped out of performing at the American Music Awards. He did accept the award. Now what happened is, is he didn't perform at the Grammys because he got sick. Just like a few years before, he got hurt before the Soul Train Awards and had to do the Remember the Time performance while sitting down because he couldn't stand up. So this, these are the things that are going on. And I see someone talking about um, with The weekend that maybe the album just wasn't that good. See, you get nominated for 10 Billboard Awards. You get nominated for 12 American Music Awards. You can say that an album isn't good, but how does it not get any nominations at all? So those are the things that you go on. And a few years back before the American Music Awards moved from January to November, they had one year where they had one artist perform three times because they were having trouble getting to people to perform. And not only that, the Grammys were kind of asking people not even to show up at the award show. So that American Music Awards, almost every single person that won an award wasn't there. And that's just somewhat embarrassing. So it's just very interesting. So I do believe that there may be something to what The weekend is saying about corruption going on in the Grammys, about that being done. Because if you remember last year, there was a little bit of a scandal where Ariana Grande wasn't getting along with a longtime producer of the show who has now since retired and was the same producer that did the Prince Grammy tribute. Um, that they were bumping heads. She wanted to perform. He wanted it to be... Um, the song that was on the Grammy nomination CD and that she was nominated for. She wanted to do that along with the new song, which usually isn't a problem. If you have someone who is selling records like she is, it shouldn't be a problem having them do two songs. You had it um, on the American Music Awards. You had Justin do three songs. He did two and they did one with Shawn Mendes. So where was the problem to where then all of a sudden, they said Ariana's not performing. She decided not to perform. And she said, that's not true. So there's just stuff going on. And as well with the Grammys, that one of the people right before the Grammys last year was fired because there was some admission going on that some of the voting isn't exactly on the up and up. And she was fired from her position right before the Grammys. So you have these things going on. 
someone has an interesting comment. A few of you guys, um, why the weekend wear that on his face? Just wondering. It's he's telling a story. If you watch his videos, and then when he performed on Colbert, then when he performed on Silent Live, he was always performing with like bruises and other things going on. It's a video trilogy. It's telling a story. So he's not breaking character. So it's going on for that. So I wonder what we're going to see at the Super Bowl if the bandages are going to be taken off. But it's been telling a story from day one. Go back and watch the video starting with blinding lights and you'll get it. Now, some of the comments, he'll win a boatload at BET. I stopped watching them all together. Uh, Duke says, Grammy Awards were always out of date and stuck up. The American Music Awards forced the Grammys to get hip. See, what's interesting about uh, the Grammys, I'd be like, why does like someone like Prince at that time, he only had four, albeit for the musicology and for Future Baby Mama, he got a Grammy nomination for that, pushing him to seven. Now, at that time, you had Santana and older artists, and this was not this was not before <coughs> he did Smooth and all that other stuff. That they said that usually when it comes to artists, they they get it when they're older for albums that they shouldn't have got. So I was like, all right, I guess in the end, Prince will get it. But somewhere along the way, they start giving it to younger artists and starting out giving out a bunch of Grammys. You have Kanye West with 20 plus Grammys. You have John Legend, I believe with 12. You have all these other people. So yeah, more than Taylor, which you did a video on that streamed. And I haven't watched the Taylor special yet. There's something going on with my TV and I'm so pissed about it. And I wanna be able to watch it on the full screen with that. I'm not even gonna get into that, but I'm like, I think everyone's been depending on their TV through uh, quarantine. And now if you don't have it or you're having a problem with it, it just sucks. We'll get into that. Is it possible weekend was just an arse at the moment? No, no. He's been around now for 10 years. When he first started, his first couple of projects, it's kind of like me with my website. You guys didn't know my face. He was putting out music and no one knew who the artist was. So here it was, he's developing, then he had Beauty and the Beat or whatnot, I Can't Feel My Face, which was tremendously huge. And with each album, it was getting bigger. And then, you know, from Kissland before Beauty, and then now you have it to where it's After Hours. And this album was hailed. It was a critic's favorite when it dropped last year, which brings it into consideration for the Grammys of 2021. Hailed, critical success, just released on vinyl two months ago. People were loving the retro feel of it and how it sounded very 80s, but new. And of course, that's what Bruno Mars got for his unorthodox jukebox record as well. So hosting the awards, it's who um, Prince called Maxwell's baby brother. It's going to be Trevor Noah hosting it. So everyone else only won for gospel. And of course, Yet Harry Styles, who you guys can go off on as well, he only got one major nomination. Even though he won at the American Music Awards because he wasn't there, it wasn't something that was given away on TV. They only had one major category, but this is what they do. Justin Timberlake had the same problem to where it's like boy band central and they're going to put you in that. So, yeah. Oh, God. Andre? That's a terrible joke. Like, and you you actually had to write that out 
think about it, then push send, and you still thought it was a good idea. So there you go. And the problem is that you spelled weekend incorrectly. You spelled it how you spell a weekend, not that, to go on top of it. Anyway, so been saying the record industry is corrupt, always has, always will be. And you have to just understand that these things are going on. Here it is. You had a female artist last year getting punished. You have a black male artist this year getting punished. Did anyone catch um, for best rock? It's all female artists this year. So you have that stuff going on. Yeah. I'm not sure Taylor's in a good position. And of course, here it was, is Scooter Braun was sticking up for the weekend, saying that he does feel there's corruption, but it's also because his main artist, Justin Bieber, doesn't exactly get uh, some love for the Grammys. But again, it just seems that a lot of teen acts or boy bands, they kind of push to the side whether they're grown up. And of course, remember Mariah Carey not granting Grammys for years, but I'm sure that the industry was... Um, you know, kind of lashing out at her for being uh, married to Tommy Mottola during those times. So the Grammys, really cool um, to see that where a bunch of females were dominating, but right? there was one male artist that should not have been overlooked at all. And I'll say too, just from the pop standpoint, one male artist that should have been overlooked is The Weeknd, and the second one is Harry Styles who had consistent record and has grown so much from his last album. So, yeah. Oh, Andre, don't take it so seriously. But if you're doing voice to text, sometimes that's what happens. But yeah, The weekend's name is spelled differently. It just felt that the joke landed, maybe it was more of a Facebook joke, so. I was recording award shows and I was four through them because they're normally boring. I probably took me 20 minutes to four through this award show also. I actually enjoyed this one, but I watched the CMAs and other stuff that's going on. Soul Train Awards is this weekend. So, you know, Susie with her reggae. They never play on reggae and these shows. I love reggae. So, like, it's more of a more so of a pop show and other stuff. And you have to have that be tremendously popular again. Yeah. Well, I'll say with Lady Gaga's Chromatica, it kind of sounded like her biggest record from before. So there was a little bit of repetition going on. As much as I enjoy the album and I enjoy Gaga, it wasn't breaking new ground. It's something that we've heard before from her. Who is Harry Styles? What song is he known for? So you got a hippie to this. Watermelon Sugar, which is a little euphemism for oral sex, but so is Yum by Justin Bieber. But he was also in a, a major group called One Direction. Like, think of Backstreet Boys, think of NSYNC, and for the older generation, think of New Kids on the Block and New Edition. So that's what it comes down to. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Christy. One Direction, Watermelon Sugar. And that comes up in it. Watermelon Sugar is an awesome song. Video is interesting. Harry Styles is an interesting individual. He just got, he was the first ever male to appear on Vogue by himself. 
So after all these years, he was the one to get the cover for it. Now, Prince got nominated for a Grammy nomination for 1999. That was a little bit redundant how I said that. But there's other people that he's against. It was like a historical Grammy, but he's up against Mr. Rogers. And then there's, a, it's just, can Prince beat Mr. Rogers as much as 1999 did? And I do feel that eventually Prince posthumously will have more Grammys more than he had when he was here, albeit this is the first nomination. He did have hit and run phase two hit posthumously, but that wasn't released. That was released before he passed, not afterwards. So there you go. But get hip to Harry Styles. And he also won for best adult contemporary song at the American Music Awards for Watermelon Sugar. And he has a great song called Adore You. And yes, there's another song on his previous album called Sign of the Times. So you can think about that all you want. But there's more music than just um, what you guys are consumed. And even though Harry Styles is popular, a lot of people in this room don't know who he is. Guess I'll need to talk about him more on my feeds. Like I have been talking about Taylor Swift and then the weekend's issue of what's been going on. But as for Prince, you know, The Weeknd was a big fan and he's done everything he can to mention him at every single award show where he wins something. And to know that the last time that he won that award, Prince gave it to him and then to acknowledge it and then dedicate the award to him is pretty cool. So all the older groups are the best, like Jodeci, Boys to Men, Cisco. That's not a group, but Bujo Benton. But you had Belle DeVoe performing the American Music Awards. They did well, right? Sign of Times can, yes, Sign of Times will be nominated next year because the cutoff, I believe, was in August and the Sign of the Times album was not released before then. So, yeah. You can never understand, figure out the criteria of how the Grammys determine what should be nominated and who should win. It has to be submitted, number one, and it has to be released during a certain amount of time. It used to be September, October, and then, of course, before it was November, December, but they felt that albums that were getting released in October or November, December, before then, were not getting nominated because they didn't give them enough time to listen to it. So now they made it to where it's from the beginning of September till the end of August that you have to release an album during that time, and it has to be submitted. So these are the things that's going on. So that's a criteria and it has to be, you know, before it was like it had to be released as a single. And of course we understand back in the late nineties that kind of changed how singles were initially it had, that meant if it's released as a single, it had to be released physically as a single and not just to radio, but that kind of changed with sound scan in the late nineties. And then with the internet and with streaming, it's a little bit different now. Um, so, okay, for next year, how's it submitted and who can be on the committee? The Grammy has their own committee. You have Jimmy Jam, who's part of it, and other people that are part of the Grammy committee. Not everyone is known. So these are the things that goes on. 
And he says these award shows have gotten worse year after year. This generation would have no chance of the likes of heavyweights from the 70s and 80s. The music these days is just a cut it for me. No substance, no feeling to lyrics and music. You've held the love through the world, words and music back then, just my personal opinion. You know what's funny is, is that people from when music was coming out in the 80s, they were saying that these artists couldn't hang with the artists from the 50s and 60s. So I believe it's a generation gap. I try not to compare stuff and go on with it. And I believe the music is good. It may not be as good. There's more lip syncing going on, but that's what it goes on. So, you know, but there's always going to be a comparison. There's going to be people from your parents' generation that says like these artists that came out that you grew up with sucked. So it's just going to go on, but you probably aren't listening to as much new music. And then there's certain things that aren't going with you. Like I'm not the biggest fan of trap music. You know, I, I listen to lyrical content and then arrangements and other things, you know, aha wasn't exactly groundbreaking, but it seemed like it at the time take on me, you know, but if you look, listen to the lyrics, it's a little bit simplistic. So, you know, these are the things that go on. I don't think rock is too much shun. It just goes on. If you're talking about hard rock, that's a little bit different. Like the Foo Fighters just released an album. It doesn't seem like people have been too, oh no, the album's coming out next year, but their performances on SNL and the performance on Colbert, people aren't exactly warming up to it, but it just made one of those things. So that's what goes on. Miley Cyrus was interesting where she did the cover for Britney Spears' Gimme More. So, you know, you're talking about album, Shocker of Album of the Year. Well, you have Steely Dan beating Eminem, but that's why the Grammys had to change stuff is that they were giving it to older artists. And then you had Prince with Side of Times get beat by U2's Joshua Tree, which was pretty amazing. But remember, Prince at that time, especially with the industry people, he wasn't exactly friendly with them. And then you have your quote unquote older peers judging you. And that's why you're not getting awards. So you really hope that Princeton estate wins the Grammy for 1999 double album. Cause personally, I always thought that 1999 double album was better than thriller album ever back in the day. Remember it's against, it's a historical category and it's against Mr. Rogers. So it isn't about music and how it's done. You know, it is, it is a great remaster. But will the Grammy voters vote for 1999 or will they vote for Mr. Rogers? So, you know, those are the things that go on with it. Now with Miley Cyrus, she did a new interview, you know, where she talked about glad that she was able to make it past 27 years old. The 28, another, uh, you know, for the artists that passed away, like Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Amy, um, Kurt Cobain, you know, so she was happy to make to the age. And another thing that was interesting is she doesn't like calling the people that support her, that go to her shows, that listen to her music, that, um, she doesn't like calling them fans, but she doesn't know what to call them. She didn't call them friends like Prince did. And she didn't say fanatical that fans are short for, fanatics but she doesn't like that and as we know you know prince used the friend thing for a bit but i'm sure there was people like showing up like to a concert like oh i'm i'm prince's friend 
you know, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm a friend. And then trying to get into the show and they're like, Hey, your friends here. So he dumped out pretty quick to where he started calling uh, them fams. And of course, before his passing, it was the purple army. So, you know, there you go. Well, Hey, you can laugh at Mr. Rogers, but if some of these Grammy people are older or trying to be hip, you just had a movie released last year with Tom Hanks starring in it. These are things that you have to go in because do the Grammys, do they really listen to every single album that's nominated? Is that how things go through the wire? But just saying, it's not as easy as it was for when Purple Rain won an Oscar where the nominees against Purple Rain were the songwriter and the Muppets take Manhattan. You know, there's five other people in the category, but you have to worry about these things of relevancy. Like the gold experience to me was a better album than TLC's, um, you know, one that beat the gold experience. But the thing is, is that TLC against all the other people in the category, which was D'Angelo, the gold experience and two others, the TLC album outsold all those other albums combined. Those are things that they play into things. And for Gold Experience to get nominated for Best R&B Album and nothing else showed a problem. But then again, Warner's really wasn't, they didn't have the machine behind Prince anymore. But here it is. Musicology is a better album than Gold Experience, right? Well, if you go by Grammy wins, it won three. Two for Call My Name and one for Musicology. And then Future Baby Mama won one off of Planet Earth. So that makes Planet Earth better than sign of times right see where i'm going here is that these awards especially when he would say he doesn't care to win awards although he did say at the minnesota music awards in 86 it was easy for him to say that line when he wasn't getting any so you know will they really uprise they're just going to say the grammys suck you know that award is not even to be presented on the grammys it'll either be done the day before or before the Grammys air, just like it was for Best Engineering. So yeah, Crazy Sexy Cool for the TLC album. It's a good album, Red Light Special, Creep is a great song, but Gold Experience, there was different tracks on it. But again, he wasn't getting radio play. He wasn't exactly promoting it. He promoted it what, doing David Letterman almost a year before it came out? So you got to play the game. Yeah. Yeah, talking about peeing on Grammys, like, that's just stupid. So why should he ever get nominated for anything again before? The weekend didn't pee on any Grammys. He's not going to do that. He just called them out on their BS. You know, that's where it goes on. So... Thank you for starting a watch party. If you guys haven't, I'd appreciate if you share with your groups or whatnot. Should have mentioned that at the beginning. I apologize. But yeah. So think of that. Brian's bringing up all the categories. Yeah. TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool against Mary J. Blige's My Life, D'Angelo's Brown Sugar, Prince's Gold Experience, and Barry White's The Icon is Love. Crazy Sexy Cool outsold all those albums combined. And there was an article in the Times about it that they feel that the Gold Experience is a great album. However, TLC is going to win. And that was one of the facts that they gave behind it is how much that it sold. And that 
TLC wasn't nominated for a bunch of Grammys either that year either. So there was Prince wasn't playing ball with the industry. He was going to get overlooked on some stuff. Yeah. And they did cover if I was your girlfriend on that album. Didn't exactly like that cover, but whatever. Um, do I think the goal experience is better than the con album? He obviously put more production into it and to him, you know, come, it went through different variations. The original version of come was different than what came out, not just including the title track, but other things and making sure that it only had one award, uh, one word, excuse me. So those are the things you go on and what's better, you know, you know, Prince best gold experience better. That's what he said, right? And that was referring to him being free live. I saw what Bruno said. You can't, you know, it's just like with that guy pointing to his head, you know, that little meme that went around. Um, but yeah, you can't lose nominations if you don't release an album. So there you go. TSC albums in your top five albums. Is it better than the gold experience though? So yeah, and they, on another one, they also had Get It Up. You know, so there you go. And then TLC at that time that they were winning Grammys, they were filing for bankruptcy. Isn't the industry grand? Aren't you glad you're getting these freaking history lessons to talk about how things are corrupt and not enjoy Grammy nominations? You know, so. Like I said, I'm glad that Taylor Swift is getting a bunch of these nominations, especially what she's been through. But you look at this project of hers that was recorded all during quarantine and how she did stuff like created new music and also that you didn't know about it until she announced it. Oh, by the way, I have a new album dropping tonight. And yeah, that meant that you didn't have CDs for a few weeks. You didn't have vinyl until this week, several months later. So, you know, those are the things that go on with it, you know, but you have these artists that need to learn from their elders. And it's not like a diss to Taylor, but Prince went through this stuff before and she won um, artist of the year at the American music awards. And the reason that she said, she wasn't there, Becky, is that she was re-recording her masters. But the first five albums of the six, but remember, her first album came out when she was 14, second one, I believe, 17, another one at 22. And then like the 1989 album, which was just absolutely amazing. It's like a perfect pop record. So that's it, is I feel that Taylor gets a lot of cues from Prince whether it's done with or without it. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack. Like the next time I'm going to post something about Taylor, I'm going to put hashtag real music by real musicians. I'm sure I'll get some people on following me for that. But you look at what she did with quarantine. And then also some of the things that she did at concerts to where fans were taking photos of her, it was allowed, but she said she owned the copyright of it. Sounds like someone else, right? Fighting with their fans a little bit over who owns the trademark to certain things. There you go. So nighttime videos were to represent them. Yeah. At that time he said that, but you know, he said all the time, just like he said, Oh, this is one of my favorites. When he talked about someone that he used to know, he, he said the Grammys and he also even said something nice about Huey Lewis in the news 
you know, you're just going to, you're going to say things. I wouldn't say that that's it. Did you respect Stevie Wonder? Yes. You know, he introduced TLC because it was probably, you know, his favorite group at the time. That's what it's saying is just like when Prince said something in 1985 and someone tries to hold into it at 2020, we adapt, we do stuff. Like I know sometimes he would talk crap about Sade, but I know that he likes Sade, you know, just one of those things. Like he would diss Katy Perry to me, but be hearing from engineers, he played Katy Perry in the studio. Just one of those things. So that's what it comes down to. So as an early fan of the weekend during the mixtape days, I thought it was cool to see that he was somewhat following what Prince did when he came up. Both chose to remain mysterious early on, declining interviews, forcing fans to focus on the music. Both pushed the envelope with their lyrics and also changed up their sound when others were hopping. And look, like, I found the weekend kind of like early. And I was posting about it on my site, and people were like, who the hell is this? You know, but they're like, oh, I appreciate you posting about this, then Chris Brown. So I guess that's why people were liking it. Um, I do not like Taylor. She doesn't give Prince any credit for dealing with what he did with his masters. Yeah, Sandra, there, there's something to it. I did talk to Dave Hampton about that a week or two ago that said, you know, like he can understand why that she's not discussing it, but at the same time, cause like, oh, her fans wouldn't know, but at the same time, it's doing her a disservice not to bring it up. And I really was hoping that she would actually sue over her masters because it gives the Prince estate some sort of saying or look into the future of how she could handle it, getting her masters back, what kind of fight that she would have, but she's not going that route. And it is, it does do her a disservice uh, about that. Bring back my website. I've been talking to some people about that this week. You know, instead of just using social media and that we can post stuff quicker. Um, but I'm looking into things that we can do that. You guys are in the room. Do you guys go to websites on the regular? Are you getting your, your stuff from Twitter, from Instagram, from TikTok? Uh, yes. Brian says, I get why she wants to re-record, but will fans buy what they had already since those original songs have memories tied to it. I've heard recorded songs, they have nothing on the original. I think her fan base will buy it. And an interesting thing is, is that she has to give approval for the older versions to be used in commercials and be used in movies, and she's not gonna allow that. So, you know, those are things that go on. I love my website too, you know, and just, to see um, Facebook kind of ruin websites to where you, you know, you would get ads based on comments. And now Facebook had it to where people would leave Facebook to go to the site and then they'd go back to Facebook to comment instead of commenting on Facebook and commenting on the website because they wanted their friends to see it on Facebook. So, It was a problem. So people are saying Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Mostly use social media myself. See, I, I keep holding on to the website and doing stuff because the history of things, but I keep hoping that things like Facebook and whatnot will go away to where there'll be more of a need 
for websites. So, you know, thank you for the love for the website. But then as you're seeing the hits go down and other stuff, when you're getting 500,000 plus hits a day, and then you're writing 10 articles a day, and then it's barely hitting the 5,000 mark, and it keeps having issues. But again, it's Facebook, and then people are only able to read headlines on Twitter. And then you'll get news, and you're trying to post a story. But by that by the time, there's already 20 people that posted on Twitter. It's like you have to tweet it and then say more news to follow than have to write the article. Then another thing I didn't like was is while I'm posting something on Twitter about that and I'm trying to write the article, people are blowing me up about info on it. So these are the things that go on. You have to ask the question why there's so many concerts on Prince on YouTube now. It's kind of hard to fight it. And then the thing is, is that you're going to be hiring lawyers to take that down instead of saying Taika or someone else that would have done it. So you look at, you look at things like that, just like you're seeing bootlegged items on Facebook, you're seeing bootlegged items on Amazon. It's hard to shut it down because of how much more money we're going into lawyer fees to get that stuff down. So, and Sylvia says she's in marketing websites are going out of style. So is vinyl for a bit. So is comic books. So is other stuff. That's why I'm just holding on to it, even though it's, you know, about a little over a hundred dollars a month, about, you know, 1200 a year. And that's not including domain names, but there's stuff that I'm holding on to it. So, you know, I don't do anything on Facebook, rather on the site. And I loved it. Like, you know, we used to have a radio station on the website, if you guys remember that. We try to do all these things that would keep you on there, how to top 10, you know, and I loved that stuff because it was an extension of myself to some extent, you know, that's what it goes on to. And then, you know, before Google started playing with stuff, um, you know, my website was in the top 10 music websites and entertainment websites. Then they changed your lithogram in 2011 to where you had to pay to be seen first. When I broke a story, that would be the number one search in Google. Now, even if I broke the story, Rolling Stone or another um, major website reporting on my story would show up before I did. That's how Google was, and then it squashed us. And then, like, when I'd search for other blogs to give them credit on a story or do other stuff that to see what was popular, Google took that away, too. So these other sites, like Pink is a New Blog and my own, kind of went by the wayside. You only had Perez Hilton and TMZ able to, to survive, and TMZ is doing a lot better than Perez, but TMZ has a TV show they took away their comments because things would get a little bit too frisky over there, so to speak. So, you know, I try to do these things and have advancements. You have an Instagram, you have Twitter. I have this show with you guys. We're an audience that sometimes gets up to 13,000 people watching a weekly show, but I do miss the website and be able to write articles, you know, and now it's like, when I was trying to post stuff a year or so ago, I made the article small because I like breaking new acts and I'm not trying to be arrogant, but like I, like we talked about before, I was on the weekend before a bunch of people, I was on Bruno Mars, 
you know, Ariana Grande, when she was just starting on YouTube, I was posting about her. Just these other things that people weren't getting credit. And of course, I was covering all aspects of entertainment. The Kardashians, that's what made me stop reporting entertainment and focus more on music and just go with certain big stories because to have to cover reality TV, it just wasn't one of my favorite things, you know? Albeit, I'd rather talk about Robert Kardashian's sock line than what team Tristan is playing for this year. So, but yes, like I miss doing that stuff. And then, you know, I would have my Instagram hooked up to my site. The photo would hit Instagram, but not my comments from it because I was trying to do it. I still have the podcast. I do, I'll probably need to take a week or two off because what we probably have about 30 shows lined up because I need to edit the audio and upload it. When I do the live shows with you guys, that's what I'm doing it is I also want you guys to get used to coming to Facebook, get used to coming to YouTube to check this stuff out. So, you know, D, we're just having um, discussions about different things and going on and just going up that we covered the weekend covered the Grammys, covered his Super Bowl thing, how he feel he's getting screwed, covered Prince going against Mr. Rogers for a Grammy nomination, talked about Miley Cyrus doesn't like using the word fans to describe people that dig her music and go to her show. We talked about Taylor Swift and how she was able to make an album during quarantine. We know Prince would have done the exact same stuff. We talked about Harry Styles um, being overlooked, same with The Weeknd where Harry Styles only got one major Grammy nomination. Um, so that's it. Thank you about me doing a great job, a lot of work and doing it myself. And yeah, that's, that's the tough thing is what people don't understand is I do a lot of this myself. And then I see one person for a few hours a week to hang out with, chill out, watch wrestling, do other things. Everything else is giving myself projects and doing things. And I still, even with how little I sleep, I'm not able to get everything I want done. So, you know, it'd be nice to have help, but we'll have to do stuff. And also, you know, I think about things like the Dr. Funkenberry um, name is kind of outdated. You know, there was other names that I was wanting to come up with for the website at that time. But when I originally was putting it in, you know, because I originally did the 777 update, that wasn't taking. And then another person's suggestion that I had, um, a friend, a good friend's suggestion of 77 News, couldn't get that. So here it is, Dr. Funkenberry. I'm just putting the damn names together because nothing would take. And, you know, I agree about the comment about Facebook being the worst is all I can say. Just... I'm on it uh, um, for different reasons, but I was hating Facebook about 10 years ago because what it was doing to websites and killing them. And then, you know, you're a victim of your own demise. It's just like MySpace. MySpace became a problem because you were able to make your own pages and do all this stuff. But then when people go to your page, it would freeze. It wasn't fun anymore. And Facebook keeps trying to do these different things. And then because they wanted to be the be all for information and all these other things. And they were a victim of their own success. And now, you know, now it's censorship more so of much or not, not allowing certain things. And it just being 
political post after political post. And then people would try to add me on Facebook. And I'm like, look, there's no point. I'm not posting stuff that you guys want to see. If you want the stuff on Prince and on the music news, just follow the fan page. You know, that's where it's about. So, yeah, I need an assistant. I'd like, I like to, you know, if I won the lotto, you know, people like, oh, are you going to retire? No, I would probably figure out a way to do um, the things that, that I just discussed about names and having, having more exclusive web content and other stuff to where you'd have to go to the website, do something where it's a TV show, not exactly like TMZ, but have something like this to where I have guests on and make it something. I would do that. Those are the things I'm interested in. Like I have a huge knowledge on Prince, as you guys know, Harry Styles overrated, um, a huge, but the thing is, I know a lot about music in general. And I like showing that off. Who's my favorite wrestler in the eighties. It would be macho man. Uh, current generation would have been CM Punk to Dean Ambrose or, you know, the wrestler formerly known as Dean Ambrose now known as John Moxley. Um, but you know, in, in, into certain things into that, I don't root for like the number one guys of John Cena or the rock or Hulk Hogan. They were cool, but you give me a stone cold, you give me a CM Punk, give me stuff like that. And I like it. So yeah. Will Paisley Park be doing the pop-up store online? Because I really want a couple items, especially the Royal Purple Paisley Park t-shirt, the ever-changing umbrella, and the leather Prince Horse band. I would ask them on their um, their page, but I do know that they are opening up a Mall of America pop-up store uh, this Friday. They did say that they're going to have certain items that aren't going to be available anywhere else. I'm kind of curious. I do know that the airport stuff, they have the pillow I'd love to get when we can travel again. Um, and uh, those tags for the luggage look really cool. So I feel like, you know, oh God, not too many. I said, like it. Roman Reigns. How can I forget Roman Reigns? He is right now the top villain, you know, as a face because of Daniel Bryan. You know, he got a lot of flack for years, but I'm really glad that they're letting him be a villain and he's been really good in it. And you better acknowledge him. <laughs> and it's just been really fun doing it because usually they make villains weak, but he hasn't been. The pillow is just, um, it's one of the pillows that you put around your neck for traveling but they were talking about it today that you can kind of like have it for the couch. So you stay, stay up since you're not really traveling anywhere. It was really soft. I really wish I would have gotten it last time I was in Minneapolis, but it was like $55 and I just couldn't fathom it. Cause I didn't know when I was going to be traveling next, but it was really soft and uh, kind of have that reigns much better as a heel. See favorite female wrestler. Oh, come on. Gotta be Becky Lynch. Um, unfortunately pregnant right now, but they moved WrestleMania to the beginning of April. It'd be three months since she'd have the kid. Would she be able to get back in wrestling shape before then? And then you have Charlotte Flair. Um, 
Ronda Rousey had a good run until she couldn't handle um, the crowd booing her, you know, and then trying to be a villain just didn't have it do it. Sasha Banks is yours. I liked her a few years ago and then she'd win the belt and then she get hurt. Albeit she's won the belt and was able to do one pay-per-view without getting hurt. But I also feel because she's has probably like less than 1% body fat. So she gets hurt a lot, but Charlotte, you have, you know, Becky can't say too enough good things about Becky Lynch and how she was able to make her character crossover when she kept getting held back. And then of course you have, wrestlers that had to retire uh, young, one that because her mom had cancer and she went to take care of her, Trish Stratus was amazing. When she first started, wasn't that great, but she she honed her craft. That's why I wanna see Lana get a push. Brie Bella, huh? I'm like watching 2008 stuff and it's interesting. And of course, they'll be on TV for one week wrestling and then for the next three weeks, they're just having Carlito escorting him to the ring. Mrs. Mysterio. Oh God. I wish I had alcohol on this now. Mandy Rose is, is great. She had a storyline to get over the top and now she's been off TV for a week with an injury, but currently the champion, hopefully she's able to have a longer reign. Yeah. Oscar's interesting. You know, I think um, Alexa bliss is amazing, especially for how short she is, but sometimes you put the belt on someone because again, this is storyline, it is entertainment. You put the belt on someone to advance them. And of course, Asuka kind of needed that. She was lost with the tag, um, the tag team that she had um, with her tag team partner that went back to Japan because of COVID and being away from her husband and is kind of retired now. Um, but Alexa Bliss has done a lot not wrestling as often as she does anymore, but they push it natty. I like that you guys have wrestling stuff because again, you know, I've been talking about how I want to branch off and do other things from entertainment to music, to having even a wrestling show to discuss things. Cause everyone has a freaking um, podcast, right? So why don't we just have one, but it brand covers everything like a blanket. So you know, any news on the vault stuff? No, they're working on it. There's been hints of originals too. There's been hints of, will it be Parade or Dimes of Pearls? That's the next thing. And Saunders saying that she needs a J7 Funkenberry wrestling podcast. A lot of people interested in WWE. Quick question for people in the room, whatever format you're on, what's a cooler name? J7 or Funkenberry? Or you can even have the third option of Jeremiah. Any new Prince news? We talked about the Mall of America um, opening up a, a print shop there that they're doing stuff. Doesn't look like there's going to be any New Year's Eve events yet. We'll see. There's been nothing on um, celebration, but again, you're not going to um, have these things. You know, let's just have a, let's not like get to go this, have a vaccine till April or May, but you'd have celebration in June. So, Right now, oh, three for J7, two for Funkenberry. All right. Now it's tied up. Three for Funkenberry, three for J7. We have, it shows it's showing close to about 100 people in all the rooms together. So either is fine, but something new could work. Dr. J7, Funkenberry, oh Lord. J7 reminds me too much of Michael Jackson and J5. 
See, that's what's interesting is me using the J7 name. And I came up with that on my own because it was a nickname that I had. I think that's why Prince gravitated towards me because in Owen Husney's book, he talked about how him and Andre had afros that were bigger than the Jackson 5, so they called the J7. So, so there you go, J7 Funk, Funkenberry, Dr. J7. Uh, so I used to, it used to be funny because then you like tell girls, like, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on the internet, so if you want me to take a look at those, I can. Um, fun, wow, Funkenberry is getting more than J7 now. It's probably just because you guys know that. But I like my Jeremiah name as well. Again, if you won the lotto, won $300 million, I can do the name change and go under Jeremiah Freed and have Dr. Funkenberry switch to, you know, the 77 update, 777 update or something else. And then you don't lose anything and everyone knows about it. So some people only know me by Funkenberry. They go, enough with the deluxe editions. I want a live concert starting through getting at the Capri to piano mic. We'll see what happens. But again, remember, you need all these things to fall under one label. And right now, you're still not having that. Sony will have more control of alt stuff in 2021. See the name 77. No, that's not me. Yeah. Never know you as J7. Uh, Baby J and Caribbean. Oh, Lord. So, Dr. J, you know. Best print speeches when he talked about the industry and golden parachutes in the crowd was, what is he talking about? A lot of times where Prince talked, would do that. Jay Funk, Jeremiah Freed is good too. That's my name, you know, uh, but I'm trying to protect trademarks of it, whether it's Jeremiah Freed or Dr. Fungaberry. So, you know, Ruth would say, Dr. Fungaberry sounds like I should be posting about Bootsy Collins every single day. So the thing is you have to adapt. You go from J7, you go from Funkenberry, you have to do these things. Then you go from posting on a message board to posting on social media, to posting your own website, to having a social media audience, to having your own show, you know. Um, but I also feel that I'm overlooked on things I could be doing. Like when they talk about shows, when it comes to music, when they talk about other things, I, I should be not to be arrogant, but one of the people that's talking about it, you know, and I'd like to do stuff like that. So this is one of the main reasons why I switched to doing a video cast is put myself out there more, whether it's voiceover work or other stuff, I'm down for these things and I work hard, you know, um, you rarely sleep. Unfortunately, you know, you live in a apartment building and not a house. So you can't do things that you'll be doing in the middle of the night because you worry about people that live below you, but I'd be able to take care of more stuff. So what will Warner's do? What will Sony do with Vault stuff in 2021 that Warner Brothers went into? See, remember when Prince signed the $100 million contract in 1992, it wasn't for videos of live performances. So that's not included in it. So it's like they have to have an arrangement with Sony for certain things to be released, whether it's a live show or whether it's videos. As you saw with the 1999 Deluxe Edition, there was no music videos included from the 1999 album. What side of times you had it, but it also wasn't a widescreen version of it, and there's reasons for that. So we all want live concerts, but again, videos and other things fall more under, under um, what Sony will be able to do without restrictions from Warner Brothers. And remember, Sony has been reissuing stuff, but not remastering stuff because they're not able to do it because of what's going on with Warners. They'll have more control in 2021. 
So, you know, I think we're going to wrap this up, but then do an after show, you know, see um, what we can do. I hope you guys aren't hearing that in the background, but this is why I want to have my own little studio I'm supposed to have in Santa Monica after COVID's over. Like something like this, a double XL, it's out of print, how this can end up being yours. And um, we'll talk about that on the after show. And then even stuff that's still wrapped like a rave and two, three, that's double X. There'll be other stuff that's never been used before that we're going to do stuff that can maybe, um, you know, be used for donations for the site or just, you know, holiday gifts or whatnot but it's taking up space in my place that I need to do other things for. So I appreciate you guys that are in other countries visiting. I'm doing what not. Who's my little green friend beside you? That's what they call baby Yoda, but I don't think that's his name. So I'm hoping that you guys have been having a Thanksgiving. What is my hope for Sony? What do you want to see released? I want to see everything get released. I want to see videos. I do want to see, you know, that, piano and microphone show but it has to be done a certain way you can't give it away for free so the pimp watch thanks i try to have stuff match my outfits you know and try to be dressed up although i like how this shirt looked on me not trying to get undressed not trying to have like a this is us moment from last week but you know you have things so what do I think of Maserati? Because I love that band and I hate that they broke up because they were too damn funky as a live band. There needs to be an episode of Unsung on them. But their debut album on Paisley Park and I bought it all at least three or four times. Maserati was great at the time. If they try to do something now, how did that work out? So notice today that Amazon Music App has videos or the songs that have videos on them. Saw that on Princess Planet Earth MP3. There's three videos on it. Yes, you have that stuff. But again, that falls under Sony, right? But yes, and there's so many music videos from Daddy Pop to Walk Don't Walk. Sure, there's probably multiple videos for Come. Think about that. So those are the things that we have going on. Um, but I'm hoping that you guys are having a good Thanksgiving tiger eye bracelet. Oh, you know what that is. Thank, thank a friend for that, uh, for recommending it to me. So I don't know if I'll be able to wear as many bracelets as she does, but maybe we'll add another one to it. But, you know, I hear watches are out, but I always get compliments on the ones that I wear. So I've had these like for decades, you know, everyone like, oh, so, like I had big watches and then people like, oh, small watches. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep my big ones because they're going to go back in style. So there you go. These watches are old, but they look pretty good. So. Um, Sony, whatever. That's it. As I all, I wanted everything, as everyone knows, I wanted everything under Warner Brothers because I felt it would make things easier. But they underbid twice for the vault. So those are the things, you know. Yeah. Got to protect me from stalkers. <laughs> That's what it goes on to. But yeah. Any questions about anything that we talked about and oh yeah um i did see the hollywood um exes with my tay last night saw that whole show she didn't 
talk too much about him or other things. And then they really um, were doing it. I really thought that at the end of the show that they were going to announce that they're going to have another season. I can't believe they had like a reunion, like about six or seven years after the show went off the air. I forgot that Shana Mochler was on that show. I mean, her body looks great now. If you can't say nothing nice, you don't say nothing. I've, Nicole Murphy looked great. Maite looked great. Um, it was just so weird that they're doing a reunion. Like, I really, really thought the whole thing of the reunion was to say the show is coming back. Because since the show went off the air, Prince passed away, the R. Kelly drama, you know, the other stuff going on with Will Smith, you know, Martin Lawrence. And then I thought they could have added someone else in. Um, it's just so interesting that you have a reunion show seven years later. And then I was expecting a payoff. Oh, we're coming back. And there just wasn't. So there we go. Cause then someone will say like, how come you didn't talk about my Tay on your show or whatnot? And I have nothing against my Tay, nothing but love for my Tay, nothing for love for Manuela. I know that people will be differently. I try to judge people of how they were after 2016 and not the things that they did before. And that's where I come from it. So, you know, so that's where it goes on. So I don't have, yeah, Prince was upset over it. I think a little bit, but she was trying to make stuff of her own. I think she was more upset about her trying to sell stuff, but that's her story to tell. So I did not see the one of Kevin Smith. You can send that to me on social media or whatnot in the Purple Rain poster. I really like the Batgirl um, montage. And of course that Purple Rain um, G.I. Joe one is kind of cool. So that's how I feel. Um, but if we do an after show, man, I'm getting a little cold here. I'm gonna have to put on, someone else will probably put on a hoodie, but not one that I'd be for you guys for donations or whatnot, because I don't think you guys want something that I've worn and then you guys get it, right? Uh, but I'll think of a hoodie or something to wear. It may not be purple. I'll give you 10 million reasons why I don't like one of them. <laughs> okay. So if we come back and do an after show, will you guys be back and then we can discuss stuff? So we're gonna do that. Um, yeah. So here we go with a link to donations again. I really hope that people have a good Thanksgiving. I'm going to be, the plan is to just chill by myself. Just one of those things. Just hope the Cowboys win. Hope my TV fixes itself. Um, or else I'll be watching it in the bedroom or whatnot. But um, yeah, Kane Brown doing the halftime show. That should be interesting. But that's where is it. As long as the Cowboys win, I think it's a good Thanksgiving. You know, it's just a different one this year. So, yeah, we'll change outfits. We'll go through some of this stuff. And if you guys want to, like, donate, if there's stuff that you want. And there's certain things that were sold at Paisley Park or that were limited, like the symbol. You know, this is actually a Minnesota Twins special edition one. And, uh, you know, 
these are things that I have that it doesn't, that they don't sell anymore. So we'll go through double XL stuff and whatnot. But if you guys want to have some stuff at it, you know, we'll let it part for donations or whatnot. So yeah, hoping the wind doesn't create fires on electricity is on. Yeah, that's supposed to happen tomorrow. And I hope these restaurants here make it for someone who enjoys eating out, who only like eats out at one place mostly at the time since this has been going on. You know, I hope a lot of these restaurants don't close down here. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm just, they need help. Um, they need to make bigger size clothes. Bigger than double XL? For real? Okay. All right. You know, large is fitting me kind of nice is all I can say. So, and I'm glad that I do that. So, all right. I'm going to take a little bit of a break, change into something warmer, and then we'll do just an after show where we chill for a bit, answer your guys' questions, and then go through this some of this stuff. And you guys that always donate, I appreciate it. I do need to get back to um, you guys who donate. I apologize. Please do not take it personally at all. Um, there's just a lot going on that I don't exactly share everything on it. I try to have you know, a public persona, but be private. So yeah, LA, I don't think LA County is doing a great job in that area. I agree. It's a lot of other stuff going on right now. It's just absolutely terrible. I just don't want to see the restaurant industry close down, you know? So I'm going to see you guys on the flip side. We'll talk about other things. Let's not get political. I just had to bring up the, the thing about the restaurants and stuff because I'm afraid of having friends that are going to be um, furloughed and not getting that extra money now. You know, that things just suck. All right. I love you guys. If you guys aren't checking out the after show and, um, you know, watch this show afterwards. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, for checking us out on Facebook Live, for checking out the other shows on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. But we'll, I'm going to switch into something warmer and um, we'll take it from there and we'll be on the flip side. But if I don't see you, I want you guys to have a happy Thanksgiving. Stay positive. Check on other people. Um, I know that this time of year is really hard and this year has been extremely difficult. So try to be as positive as you can. Watch stuff that's funny. If Hallmark movies do it for you, watch those. If they don't, try to do stuff that lifts up your spirits. And I guess if you listen to Dave Chappelle, don't watch The Chappelle Show. So, all right, guys. See you on the flip side. You guys can take the pee break with me, but no cameras are going in there. You know, this isn't the Thunderdome. All right? And I'm sorry to hear that, Terry. So much love, you guys. Check it out on the flip. Keep it funky and see you sooner than you guys think. Much love.